This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. This live stuff is crazy, isn't it? Live streaming. Hello. We can hear you. Can you see me? You don't need to yell. Hello. Mom. You're Mom, yelling. can you see me? I'm not yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm Mom's okay. right upstairs. Oh, it's true. She can it's hear us. True. What a week. Yep. Two this words. Is... Jack Trenton. Two what? more words. Amy Hennig. What's happening? I don't know. And uh, two more amazing words. Three words. Batman Arkham Knight. What a week. This has been incredible. What a week. We've had some ups and some downs. We had some layoffs from IDOS Montreal in the two. wake of, uh, I guess, some, some disappointing sales figures well, with the, Thief. Yeah, but Square is saying that this is, uh, you know, part and parcel with uh, AAA development these days. Every studio has to scale up and scale down at the tail end of these games. Disney Interactive, though, that was some shocking news. 700 people laid off. Uh, our heart goes out to everybody that's affected right now in all aspects of this medium, you know, whether you're a developer or you're in the marketing side of things or in the media side of things. It is a, as we keep saying on, on Vic's Basement, it's a tumultuous, crazy period and well, we're worried about a lot of things. Just like when the zombie apocalypse happens. Yeah. Anyone out there in the industry, you're always welcome in the basement. This is a safe place <laughs> for the next half hour to 45 minutes. Nothing bad can happen. Well, it started so strong with the Batman Arkham Knight reveal and the trailer. It was a leaked game in the UK, leaked it earlier this week, and, and all the, the sites picked up on that. So there was this late night kind of buzz about the next day they were going to be sort of announcing this thing for real and they were going to have a trailer. Um, and so uh, some of the wind of the surprise was taken away, but when you saw the trailer, it's like, oh, you know, games are going to be incredible this year, and uh, this new Batman experience is going to blow our minds. I can't wait, man. Well, we're really cramped in here That's, right now. Uh, well, it's tight. I'm really close to you today. Well, because Marissa's going to be joining are us. Are you wearing a little touch of cologne? No, but I've got some lemony uh, deodorant. Well, I, there was one day last week where you forgot to wear deodorant. Oh, we're not going to make that a story, are we? That's the news story of the day. <laughs> that was an uncomfortable no, day. No, listen, I don't, I, I, you know, I feel like, is that the phone? Yeah, it's all right. <clears throat> Maybe my pizza's here. No, the pizza's not coming. But listen, I, uh, I don't like being filmed. Yeah. I never have. Yeah. I don't often. That's why. I can't tell you, you why I'm a television. career in yeah, TV. I don't, I don't, I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm an introvert. <laughs> I like rainy days, long walks on the beach. So every day. Unfiltered cigarettes. No, listen. We show up in the production PT cruiser and we bang on his door. Get out! Yeah, come out. We're you have filming to be you. on the set. I don't want to. But here we are. We're, we're filming uh, The Basement again. And yeah. I feel like of the listeners of The Basement, they're split pretty much 50-50. I feel like some Dude, people want to see I have what new, the... Ba- new, shush. I'm still toys. I'm I making know. a toy. But look, there, there's a good reason why we want to film. Look, I have a dead man action figure from Scribble Knots. Is that not awesome? Okay, continue. Some people don't like it. Some people do, right? I feel like it's 50-50. I'm definitely in the camp where I feel like the podcast is better. Yeah. It's more cerebral. It's more interesting when we're not worried about about looking okay. Like I'm. Are you worried about looking okay? Always. I, you Come know, I got, this, I got this new double chin. I didn't sleep so well does, last night. Does he have to worry about looking Listen, okay? Two is, years. Are, are there better looking uh, journalists in the video game industry? One, Jeff Keighley. Two, Adam Sessler. <laughs> the list goes on. Listen, right. uh, so I've reached my two-year anniversary as a big brother. Okay. Last night, I had, right. we had our annual meeting. I got my certificate. This is two years now. You know what we played? We went over to do our annual meeting. We went over to the big brother's office here in Vancouver. We played Mario Kart on the Wii. Nice. In an arcade. No, just oh, on, on on the Wii in the uh, awesome. lounge in the in the in the uh, Big Brother's office. Brilliant game! It's so much fun. I, I can't know. tell you how much fun I know. he and I had. Uh, you know, just picking our carts and driving. You know, the the Wario Goldmine track. I'd forgotten how incredible that. Are game you is. now psyched again for Wii U no, uh, Mario for, Kart Eight? No, I'd come for, on. I mean, I, I had. I I feel like the Wii. Like that's all you need, and I think if you're a consumer, you know that's. Like for most people, that's that's enough gaming. Goodness, they don't need hourly, minute, every minute updates a, on new games, new things that are happening. That is a section of the population it's for a big sure. Section. That's all you big, need. But you could big. say that about a PlayStation Four. You could say that about a PlayStation Three. You could say that about a uh, 
a, an iPad. Like, you I'm could say that this, about a PC. I'm There's enough in either one of these choices. I'm playing this game and I'm yeah. thinking, why do I bother playing any other game? You know, like, <laughs> we're, we're like he and I were laughing and high-fiving and we're wiping each other out and I was getting weird turtle shells. Well, that's the thing with that game in particular and Wipeout as well. Whatever version you ever go back to, it's always perfect. Those games are amazing. I make an adjustment. They're so good. I'm sorry, I don't Can I adjust like too? Here, let me adjust. I'm adjusting don't too. Don't ever touch the Okay, don't, the because it makes a sound. Yeah, don't so cross. listen. Dude, so look, this is look, a look at what you do to me. This <laughs> what kind of horseshit is that? We wouldn't have to look, worry about this if we weren't filming if I was this taller, fucking thing. What is, look at this. Or if you, <laughs> or if I wasn't a pituitary case. <laughs> now listen, since this is a visual medium, I just saw a man in the, in the, in the men's room. He was at, at a urinal. Uh, we have and, men's room stories? And uh, he, he was, what was he doing? You know how when you just give it a shake or two when yeah. you're done? What was this he doing? Was like, he was like getting mad at it? Like he was shaking. Was he having a like, conversation with I it? I just felt like saying, just let it go, man. Yeah, be nice to it. <laughs> just ease off on it. You're putting too much pressure on it. You're not going to get all of the pee out eventually. There's still going to be a couple drops uh, okay. on the inside there. So this is uh, what uh, happens. If you talk about, I'm talking about my uh, screen. You want to film this figures. thing? This is what we're going to do. No, we're gonna, I'm going to do crass Look at that. That's bizarro. That's bizarro, scribble not bizarro. That's amazing. The game was kind of lame. But but you even you have got to admit that's awesome. The game was more than kind of lame. But the, these are worth it. I feel like the game made the toys worth it. The toys are great. Big talk of the week right now is, of course, uh, South Park, the stick of truth, making everybody laugh out there. Incredible I game. saw a tweet from a guy the other day. He's like, eh, this game's a little short, fit only 15 to 20 hours. What kind of <laughs> life are you living where that qualifies as a kind of short gaming experience. Uh, it is short for an RPG and it's also but it's short for... it's not really for, a traditional uh, RPG. No, but it's short for what you expect out of Obsidian. Those guys make also, super robust, huge RPGs. I think if you're making a South Park RPG 15 to 20 hours... Plenty! Sh should do it! That's a season of the show, I think, in one game. And, and they actually... You know, threw in that much work into the comedy and into the production value. It's an amazing game. Joining they, us next week on the show, uh, of course, will be our new, uh, the newest addition to Vic's basement, Jack Trenton. Yeah. is going to be here. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of that? What do you think of Jack having? Uh, I don't know. I, who knows what the real story is? And Amy yeah. having to leave, I, or again, she left. We never really know because everything is, uh, you know, uh, non-disclosure agreements and lawyers are involved, and this is what you can and can't say about the separation. And I'm sure Jack got a payout, and I'm sure Amy got a payout. Mm -hmm. um, and it's easy to be cynical, and it's hard not to be cynical at the same time. Uh, I, who knows? Maybe Amy's going on to do something else. Maybe she's tired of doing this. Maybe, you know, maybe Jack, you know, I mean, these CEOs never stay there for very long. And he's been there since 95. That's enough. He was there through every single PlayStation. And I was actually becoming more and more of a fan of his, uh, especially after the, the Mia Culpa kind of performance when he got up on stage and talked about the, uh, the leak. You know, I mean, he was just calm and human and measured and smart. And it was the exact right thing for PlayStation having a little bit of humility after the, the you know yeah. the the effort it took to get people hyped about the PlayStation. The thing I trade. always liked about Jack is he seemed uh, we're talking about him like he's dead and he's not. No, uh, I'm sure he'll work in the in the industry again. Yeah, but, but I like what is he? I mean, uh, I was trying to say. Okay, something go ahead. Then, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, you got hijacked. me thinking. I'm As okay. Usual. All right. Okay. Yes, I will I give you control thinking. of the plane. That is what I say. When I say something, that okay. is you but are. I don't want to forget think. what I'm going to say. You think about it, but then you say. But I'll forget what I'm going to say until I stop okay. talking. Okay. Okay. We're learning Jesus. how to communicate. It's communication 101. Okay. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the journey that he went on because he, he went from unlikable to being acceptable to being tolerable to being likable. And what I liked most about him was that he seemed human to me. He seemed like a guy who was on a journey to really sort of, you know, you know, he was put in an awkward position early and often yeah. because the PlayStation 3 was not, in retrospect, you know, the greatest success that Sony has ever had. Nope. And he had to be the face of Sony during some very difficult times. And he managed, you know, I just, I remember at E3 seeing the flop sweat on his brow and him standing up there and reading his teleprompter and delivering his lines. But, you know, just that, just the humanness, the humanity of it all that I got from Jack 
Uh, I really liked. It just didn't seem. It wasn't like the Reggie Fizami bombast. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. It, what, the, it wasn't the slickness of the Xbox executives. Yeah, there were mistakes yeah. in their and their you know in their E3 presentation, mm -hmm. and and maybe they overreached and they were overambitious. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'm gonna I'll miss seeing him at E3. Me too. And, and I, I think, don't know what we're gonna get next. Well, and the combination of of uh, he and Shuyashida and. Uh, Adam Boys at the you know over the last year or so has been pretty awesome to see because they are a bunch of people that have come up through the trenches and have have made video games their passion and their heart and soul and um, and they've really cared and they uh, worked their butts off to make the PlayStation 4 successful and it's a hit and Jack's leaving with the PlayStation 4 it's a hit, but out the door. Nothing to do with I know. It. I mean that's so it's a it's half of a hit. If they can and I, figure out ways that, to create games that people are going to buy, and that's what you wonder, if, then they'll be a hit. Is this what the turmoil is in in PlayStation Land with he leaving and with Amy leaving and with you know maybe Sony Santa Monica layoffs? Is it is it a maybe they didn't get those uh, dev kits out there early enough? Well, it's just like well, we've sold the machines, but all of the press around the the systems is that there's nothing to really chomp on, nothing really to get excited about right now. And they're having a tough time filling the quotas. And I think that that's the, uh, I don't, I, I, it's not biting them in the ass because supply is not meeting demand, but it, it is, uh, it's not a great story. The next story about PlayStation 4, that there, are, there isn't anything really that exciting or next gen to play right now is not a great story, mm. you know? So I, I uh, but I'm my, my comment that I wanted to make about Jack leaving, and I've seen this before, is once you've reached that, that, sort of upper echelon hardware manufacturer kind of... Is that your phone? It is my phone. Once you reach that that sort of top of the thing, uh, PlayStation, you know, or, or console kind of presidency, you don't see those guys sort of move on over to uh, uh, developers all that well, you know, or publishers all that Phil well. I remember Phil Harrison, who was Sony's spokesman for a long time, yeah. going to Atari, and he was going to be the white knight who swooped in there mm -hmm. and uh, and righted all the wrongs and uh, no, didn't, yeah. didn't turn out that And way. Bernie Stolar, same thing. And I, I don't think that we're going to be able to see Howard Lincoln when he left uh, Nintendo. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Jack in in that kind of a leadership role in the video game industry again. I mean, I think he'll, he'll be probably on lots of boards and, and affiliated with lots of other companies, but it won't be... I'll be surprised, you know? The trend isn't that a CEO or a major sort of, yeah. you know, front person like Reggie fils if he, you know, leaves Nintendo, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't think that he ends up going to Xbox. Yeah. Phil, Phil kind of navigated over to that, leaving PlayStation and ending up at Xbox, but his role wasn't, you know, the presidency. I mean, he was a VP, but he was also directly connected to uh, developers. And I think his transitions kind of made sense. Not really worried too much about the fate of all these guys, no. honestly, you know, because they all have uh, beautiful pools yeah. in their backyards. Sure. And not only do they have pools, they have those tiny pools next to the big pools where you can dip your feet and get all the stuff off your feet before you go into the main pool. Yeah. So they're, they're okay. Like, I, they're going to be fine. I, they, they're going to eat for the rest of their lives. You know what it is, You know though? who I'm worried about are the, the developers, developers yeah, who, but, who don't make a lot of money to begin with, and now they're out looking for work, hustling. Well, and this is stuff that we've talked about before, is that there's been so many transitions from leaders in the community, and that includes, you know, Ray and Greg and Cliff Blazinski and Mike Caps and Ken Levine, uh, that these are the guys that built the business part of the business. You know, they kind of got the money together and the projects together and the funding together to build these teams, to build these products that we all love and care about. And because there's been all of this, this incredible shell game in the business and people, you know, uh, sort of playing, uh, you know, musical chairs about where they're going to be, it feels tenuous. It feels like, okay, well, who's building stuff? But who's know, actually making things now? The more I think about it, though i feel like people you know they get into this medium yeah they don't have there's nothing that's they don't sign any deal with the devil that says you have to work in this medium until the end of time right. you know a lot of these people are creative talented people who feel like 
maybe they've said what they need to say with sure. video games for now, and now they want to go try something different. Fair enough. They've been successful. Yep. You know, if you're the, the doctors from BioWare, you've been successful many times over. Yep. And uh, well, how can you not be curious about what else is out there for you? There's new mountains to and, climb and I always. Don't, I don't blame any of these guys for any of their personal decisions at all. It's just that this this lump amount of individual change. I mean, we need uh, a new. We need some new heroes. We do. That's true too. That's true too. I mean, Chris Taylor had his whole dream sort of upended. We had uh, uh, John Carmack leave id. It's been insane that it's all been concentrated at this. You know, within a year, it feels like within a year and a half, it's been a, just a crazy amount of transitional stuff at the figurehead level. You know, and we, I don't like. I've been covering games for twenty years. I can't remember oh, any it's, other it hasn't period. Hasn't been like this because we were too. We're too young. And we are. This is the one honest time we can say this to remember the real crash. Uh, in which, the 80s. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we, we don't, it didn't, like, we didn't care back then. We're just like, we still have the Atari and, oh, there's a Nintendo now. Well, and the team sizes were five. Or one. Yeah. 700 yeah. people in one swoop were not laid off, I think, during the initial crash. Maybe at Mattel or something like that, Maybe. but it, it you know it it is it is nuts. But then you counter that with a game like Batman Arkham Knight, and it's like okay, well, obviously people are excited and they want the next step and the next evolution in the industry. Yeah, but four or five years ago, we were getting teased about games of this caliber. <laughs> Almost, every month. yeah, every month or every other week, even, and yeah. now we get one, and we're you know we got to pin all of our hopes and dreams on Rocksteady, yeah, and what they're going to do with that game, and I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Let's, yeah. let's go ahead and score it now, nine point five for me, dude. Open world, and you get to drive the Batmobile. I'm so. Who's doing the Batman voice? And Kevin Conroy's back, and that's a huge thing. And we have uh, Troy Baker. I think is playing. Two-Face this time? He's playing a villain? Can't that guy do? I know. He's, uh, if I ever go down, Troy Baker, right here. <laughs> Sit right, right here? here? Yeah. yeah, Troy Baker in the basement. So what I, I, what I was trying to say to you earlier is I had a, a bacon double cheeseburger last night okay. at a chain oh, restaurant. We're back to bathroom talk. No. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> I had a bacon double cheeseburger at a, at a chain restaurant that rhymes with... Uh, Henny's. Oh, okay. All and right. uh, and I had some onion rings, mm -hmm. and I had a milk chocolate shake, because I took my little brother from Big Brother, I took him there, he and his mother, and we had a little celebratory meal last night. And you thought you were in the 1950s. I couldn't sleep last of night. Of course. I'm just like this. I'm like, why? I'm just, the you, whole way home, I'm just thinking, why did I eat that you shit? You consumed a heart attack. And I'm just laying in bed, sweating, and my cats are blinking at me in the dark, and they're like... Are we you didn't, okay? We didn't tell you to eat that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, lesson learned. I didn't sleep that well. I just want to go home and get on with my weekend. But right. uh, but, but no, we got to turn the camera on. Lights are red, and we've got to start talking now listen, about space. Before we get to uh, bringing in our guests for today, yeah. I want to. I want you to tell the story of, oh. of Sons of Anarchy, right. which is a show that you and I have discussed before. Uh, I, I never really was seduced by the show mm -hmm. um, right from the start. Well, and, we've had uh, a bit of a discussion about this with regards to TV shows that we've been reviewing. And I think we've talked a little bit about uh, uh, this kind of topic on Vic's Basement before. But I, I kind of came to uh, my wit's end with the show um, when it just started to outdo itself with the level of darkness. Now, the... Uh, creators and the production team around Sons of Anarchy also worked on The Shield, which was another terrific cruel, show. Cruel show. Awesome show. Also got incredibly heavy and dark too. and very, very awful stuff went down. But it feels like with Sons, they were trying to outdo each other. And I just, I oh, felt like so bad. they were just trying to just shock us with just heinous activity. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's like they were trying to like... They'd grab a, a kid and they would throw the kid into a, a porta potty, and then into they the would porta like they this would, is his punishment. Yeah, they would put into the porta potty crap okay. and piss on him, and then they throw some on cocaine him. on him, and then Why dump some gasoline. Cocaine would go in. Duct tape every part of his body together. Okay. Gouge on an eye with a spoon. Okay. Uh, and then bring the parents, and then kneecap them, and then take one eye out of each parent. Duct tape them together. Gag them. Uh, put gasoline on them, light the kid on fire, watch the have the parents watch the kid yeah. burn in this pile of cocaine and crap and burn, and then the plastic <laughs> of the porta potty would melt. 
and then and then and they he'd would still be alive and he'd be yeah. half porta potty, and then half human. They would turn to the parents and and they would just be you know in shock and crying and tears and, and then they would just get be cackling and laughing and get on their motorcycles and drive away. And I was like, and that's that's your episode. Good night. And it's like okay, I like. Did this I can't really watch? Ha- no, this- uh, some stuff like this, some so, stuff that was just right. so awful that I was like, "Why? How is this entertainment?" I just you know? pictured the writers' room, and they're like, "Okay, we've got one scene where this guy gets shot. That's not enough. No. We've got to do a few. We've got to find no. a porta potty. We got to throw him in there. Throw cocaine, kerosene, uh, resurrect his pet. There is one shot where so a, the pet a, can uh, bear witness to him. Dying. A daughter gets burned alive in front of uh, the father." Is that was that the end for you? No, and that was and it was uh, it, I thought it was kind. Of, I mean, there was a revenge bit after that, but it was just like okay. So you're done. I'm done. Are you, are you sure? Yeah, I'm done. I mean, it's still mesmerizing. You can't take your eyes off of it, but it's in the same way that a traffic accident happens, and you see pieces of of human body around. I mean, it's the same kind of bleak, you know, desperation to kind of shock you that I, I you just feel awful. You know, and I, I, I really am enjoying things like Arrow. I, I and, never and realized. Agents of Shield, I never you know? appreciate how delicate you are. Sometimes <laughs> you're like a little flower. Well, I like a balance. I can deal with getting right in the mix, and I'm so psyched to get into some online Titanfall next week, and uh, you know, to shoot the shit out of people. It's going to be super fun for me and blow things up. I'm, I love, uh, you know, a little visceral kind of violence in the in in the right sort of dosage. But when it is the entire buffet, which seems to be almost every show. So it's you just can like, have some sadism. Uh, yeah. But use it only sparingly, like a like a little spice. If you use your, yeah. if you use too much curry powder right. in your chili, boom, butt explosions. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so. what it, a lot of the programs that I was sort of hooked on. Right out that way. I mean even Dexter got too much too. Yeah. You know? It's like yeah. okay, everybody's cornering him and, and uh, he's killing people that he is supposed to care about and you're supposed to still care. It's like, okay, this is ridiculous. Rita. Well listen, yeah. uh, speaking of too much, yeah. Um three hundred Rise of a Diaper is yeah, in theaters yeah, yeah. starting today. Yeah. Don't go see it. Rise of uh, some some uh, money into uh, war- uh, legendary's vault, Ooh, I think is what they should have called this. Cynical. I mean, on, it looks like a business transaction. You get to see Eva Green with no top. Yes. And I did give some points in the review because Eva How Green is How many points did you give it? I gave it four. Four abs say. out of ten abs. Yeah, and you gave it one ab. I gave it one ab out of a possible ten abs. It's, uh, yeah, it's so boring and dull and silly. Somehow and it is. Repetitive. Yeah, and, and it shouldn't be because yeah. it looks like exciting stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's not, you know what I kept thinking of? It w- reminded me, I've, I'm just going to say it. I've seen a porno movie. You What? I saw one once. Okay. Okay, I saw, All right. I saw a couple of them. <laughs> and I watched them Where from start to finish. Where did you see this porno movie? Well, they used to have a shop. <laughs> And you'd go in, there was no windows in the shop, and you would just, you know, it would always smell like lemon pledge in there. Right. And you would pick out, you know, one that looked like, had a box cover that you're like, okay, I can, you know, this looks okay. <laughs> and this movie reminded you of that well, porno movie It is movie kind of box. a porno movie in the sense that... It, sure that, it is. Uh, that, that it's all money shots. Yeah. And then anytime people start talking, you're like, what is going on? Yeah. It's like, oh, the guy's delivering a pizza. And, you know, he's here to clean the pool, you know, like it's, it's like all of that exposition. You're, and, you're and saying, pretense. yeah, the story in the movie is about as good as a porno. Yes. That's but the it. violence. The writing. Is, uh, is so much a part of the movie that it just becomes a drag and. and the violence is it, a drag it, somehow. Yeah, yeah, it sort of zeroes itself out at the end. And it, what it felt like to me is that there was one scene that we saw forward a few times and then in reverse a few times. Yeah, it kept going it back. Like, and yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure time-wise where we were. It didn't a, matter. We were pretty, on a boat and people's heads went sploosh it's a pretty, over and over and over again. It's pretty sloppy yeah. filmmaking. Yes. And uh, I, I think you deserve better. And again, and I said this in our radio uh, review. Yep. We've reviewed it a couple of times now. And this yep. is our third time talking about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Game of Thrones has has raised the bar, totally. and the Lord of the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. raised the bar for high fantasy. We expect more intelligence. We expect stronger characters. Maybe this three hundred shit would have flown a couple of years ago. Well, I think, but we, but our tastes have become so much more refined. They and Zack Snyder just wrote it or produced it, or I mean, he was tangentially involved. He wasn't. Can on we give the Zack Snyder time. some time off? 
Well, he shouldn't, if he wasn't directly involved with this, they should have just waited, you know? Like, What's, he should have made the movie. Is he working on the Superman Batman? Yeah, it's his. <laughs> Do you, how about a little show and tell? Can you bring that Joker thing down from up there? You like that Oh, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had this on the show. And then we'll get, um, we'll get Marissa in here. Yeah, this, this was from the... Uh, Okay. This is the office Closer. version. Can you turn it on? Of the is there a battery no, in it? the batteries are dead. But this is the Joker from Arkham Origins. So the the bar is raised on Arkham Knight. I guess they're going to give us a Batmobile. They must be giving us a Batmobile. What do you think with the Batman Knight Special Edition? Is that what you guys want? A Batmobile? And what That's about what this? I want. And I love the Batmobile in the Arkham Knight trailer. Did you? I don't know. You don't care. You don't care. If it's a good game, I want to play it. I like, you know I like but Batman. I want, I want He's the voice. only superhero that I defend. That's true. All the other ones can go screw. Right. All right, should we bring our guest in? Yes, let's bring in Marissa. It's her first week. Round of applause, Marissa Roberto. Welcome to the basement. No, I've got to move down the couch. Why? It's just like a talk show. You're part of the basement. It's all Hello. good. Hello. Johnny Carson and I'm Ed McMahon. Ho, 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 Johnny. Oh, Publishers Clearinghouse. Welcome to the basement, Marissa Roberto. Thanks for having me. It yeah. actually doesn't smell that bad in here. Why am yeah. I in this show? We guys? fumigated. We knew can we I, were going to have a lady in here. Can I sit there, please? No. No, that that'd be weird. I deserve this. This was good. <laughs> I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> for all the terrible things I had. For all the yeah, bathroom talk. Okay, oh, you wanna good. you wanna adjust this? Marissa was hoping to get here in time for the bathroom talk. I well I heard some of it. Oh. Um I was excited about it. And then do you, you, do you have bathroom porn. talk you wanna talk about? Well, well I, I just I porn. always like talking about bathroom stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think my mom's watching, so I can talk about bathroom stuff. Uh, she might be watching. Bathroom. Maybe. Yeah. If I tell her about it, she will. Okay. Um, hi, Mom. Is she independently uh, employed? My doing? mother, yes, she's retired at 40, uh, 49. She's retired. Wow. Good for her. <laughs> um, by choice. Yeah, no, she could do, she did hair uh, and aesthetics for a long time. So I needed that growing up because. Um, so half of I Team Lustrous's mom did hair for a long time. Yes, hair. Mm. But she started waxing because um, her daughter needed some work. I had a unibrow for a long time. Uh, oh, yeah? And uh, yeah, so grade four, started waxing the old <laughs> mustache and uh, made one eyebrow too. That's when it all started. Thanks, That's Mom. Awesome. I needed That's it, awesome. Yeah. Did you happen to loan Scott the mustache that he had for a while at the beginning of the year? I didn't like the mustache so much, but I did like the beard. Marissa didn't like the mustache. I didn't like the mustache, no. She said, I look like I should be hiding in a bush. <laughs> yeah. Little, I still get creepy. people asking you to grow that back. I have, uh, I've started to bleach my butthole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, you that, know, you never that, know when you're going to have to show it off. You might have to go to the doctor. and the, We should know. save this talk for our other podcast, Harry Parts. Harry Parts. <laughs> I would definitely be a part yes. of Vic's that basement podcast. I'm after dark. Hairy. Harry Parts. Okay, yeah, so you're, you're a, a permanent resident here in Vancouver. Your, paper, <laughs> your, your papers have almost gone through. Uh, how, how, did, how does it feel? How was the Border Patrol when you, when you uh, came here from Toronto? Were they, did, they, did they put on rubber gloves or were, no. was everything okay? No rubber gloves. It was okay. Uh, it was weird. It's weird because I left uh, Saskatoon to go to Toronto. Yeah. Um, and that was a really strange experience because I was 18 and I had left with a girlfriend and I had a full-on anxiety attack at the spaghetti factory in Winnipeg on the way to Toronto thinking, oh my God, I, what am I doing with my life? I can't do this. I need to go back with my family, mom. Save me. And um, I, I don't know, after I had a little cry in my spaghetti, I decided, no, I need to push forward. And so uh, I think having that experience helped me and prepared me for this one, just moving on my own here, because so, I have to be a big girl now. So well, did you have the same anxiety attack? She, I didn't. I, she, uh, she has a solo acoustic album coming out <laughs> called Spaghetti Tears. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> I do not. I guess I could work on that, though. Um, I did bring my guitar, even though I can only play one song. You have That's, a guitar? Yeah, I have we a guitar. We all three of us have guitars. That's so awesome. let's start something. And we could all play one song, which is great. <laughs> I can play That's, green, green, green a, sleeves. That's an EP. Oh, man, I felt like such a jerk because I had to carry my guitar on the plane, so it looks like oh, I really right. know what I'm doing. And I'm everybody wanted guitar. to talk to you about yep. your guitar yep. and ask you when, yeah, this when really, your next gig is. Yep. And, yeah. I had this really nice lady had to give my guitar away to this guy that was going to put the guitar under the plane because I couldn't 
take it onto the flight. And this lady was like, oh, that must have been so hard for you to let that go. And I was just That's like, it, you make it really living. was. Yeah. <laughs> You're a tr- modern day troubadour. <laughs> so you, oh, you are a Canadian that yes. has done a cross-country move twice. And I, this, I don't know if that happens so often. Do you, uh, do you know a lot of Canadians that have done that? I don't Because no, I don't. No, I guess you get used to where you're from. Maybe you want to stay there. But Saskatoon, I love Saskatoon. It was yeah. just that I had to uh, um, leave there and try different things because, I don't know, I felt like it was closing in on me. Mm-hmm. And I guess I started to get the same kind of feeling from Toronto, too. So this came at a really good time. Cool. I'm happy to take in Vancouver and all the rain. Um, I just my hair just needs to get used to it. That's all. But <laughs> well, what's okay. the story of how this all happened? Because I don't think people know that. Like, how did how did Marissa wind up here? How did um, you guys end up having this conversation? Well, I started stalking Victor Lucas. No. Well, you were a little bit. You were hired was, on the show. We met you at Fan Expo. All of the video evidence is out there. Your, yeah, that's your true. Your interviews with all of us. Those were the first times. Just Except like when me. I. When I okay. you weren't there that day, Scott always talks about this. I'm really sorry always that I didn't because I can find a million interviews of you with Sean Hatton. And he's very cocky in all of them, well, and I can see Sean. me in the background, never to be talked to. <laughs> that's because you bolt as soon as it's time to go. You're out. That's true. I'm You're no, but you have to remember that I was a fan of the show. I, I watched the show, and so I was I was intimidated by you guys. I, I was fans of the ah. show, so I didn't really want ah. to. I was scared to come up and talk to you. I really was. So um, Victor Lucas is just a little bit more approachable. I know. I get it. I'm grumpy. I'm working on it. <laughs> so, the medicine is going to start working anytime. <laughs> But no, it was uh, it was nice. It was a really good experience to talk to. You. Well, and the, you know, Vic this is this is the thing that I always half tweet about because people ask for you know talk about working at EP or working at uh, on the shows or doing what I do, and I I almost tweet it, but I don't want to seem pretentious or like I'm a know it all or anything about all this stuff. But basically, what Marissa did was the right thing. Is that she actually um, put something together. You went off and you shot something and you put the effort in to edit it and you had a conversation and you were comfortable in that discussion and uh, you, you know, played to the camera well and you had the, you know, good questions to ask us. But the you followed through and you posted something and I don't know how I watched it, but I did watch it and I was like, yeah, that's what, that was good and that's what you have to do. Right. And so when people think about doing this, the only way to do this now is to do it. And the only way to get atten- the attention of anybody that would possibly hire you to do anything like this is to show that you can already do this. Right. And there are so many ways that never existed when I was coming up with this TV show uh, to put something out there and have it distributed and have it be viewable. And, you know, frankly, if you are ever reaching out for a job in TV or in production, it has to come with a link, not a yeah. not a resume, not a picture. We talk about this all the time yeah. too, because uh, we, you, I see this happen to you all the time. People will come up to you and yeah. say, "Good job." <laughs> no, they're not. They're, people are incredibly That's nice and gracious, and and some uh, people are. But listen, let me finish. Okay, you can go ahead and then say nice things about those people. But <laughs> but we always talk about the fact that Marissa did it right. We she wasn't in our faces about it. She wasn't in your face about it. We just saw you around Fan Expo doing your own thing and it looked pretty professional and you had your cameraman. You were working on your own stuff too. We had noticed you doing your own thing and, but then you like, you didn't like, you just showed us what you were capable of Mm -hmm. without even doing it in in a really obvious way. Like you just sort of proved yourself, which is stronger than asking than trying to describe how awesome you are or yeah. sending somebody a resume. Like there was okay. there was tangible proof. We saw it in action, and then we saw the results on the internet and, and that's why you're sitting here. That's right. Well, I, you know, and you, you were starting to build your uh, uh, reputation and your uh, relationships in the gaming industry. You were mm-hmm. working with Game Focus, I think, yeah, back in the time. Yeah, I was writing some stuff and doing some videos for them, for sure. Yeah, and so we saw that and said, yep, let's give you a shot. And we uh, paired you up with Sean, and you guys were terrific right out of the gate, and you guys were having a lot of fun. And uh, as the end of 2013 was happening, and, and Brianna decided to uh, to move on from the company, and we wish her well with, uh, with her new job um, I had to make a decision about uh, what we were going to do because 
you know, although Scott and I love hosting the show together and, and uh, we've been having fun and I think the uh, the camaraderie that we have with whatever it's we amazing. do. It's amazing. You guys are the best duo ever. Well, it's it's comfortable. We're pals. You know, it's great. We, but we, f- we fight. It's not, it's not I know, all heaven. It's, nice. it's not all candy. But we also, <laughs> we haven't had a break in a long time. And that's part of the decision here is that we... We want to add more flavor to the show yep. and have some different kinds of viewpoints and different ways in. And more vagina. And if that little vagina doesn't doesn't hurt, and uh, but <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> please don't quote that. But uh, Dick vagina. asked me to have one put in, <laughs> and I but, said no. And he said, "Well, Marissa's coming, and you're going to work less than." But <laughs> no. I mean, truthfully, we needed some more. We needed some more flavor in the show, and we also needed a break. We needed to be yep. able to go on vacation, and we needed to to sort of share the load a little bit more and I was faced with either hiring somebody locally Mm -hmm. or reaching out to you and asking if you would want to make the big move and come and join us out here and and I, I I mean I put myself in your shoes and it's a big ask to say you know uproot your life and come out to Vancouver Scott did it and I'm very appreciative and very aware of how much of a life change that is uh, but I also put myself in your shoes and imagined you watching the show and we had ha- cast someone from Vancouver, and I, I think that that would have felt like a bit of a missed opportunity for you. Yeah, I think so, uh, because this is a really good opportunity for me to be in studio. The in-studio thing is a totally different game. Yeah. So I like that. I like that I get to work closely with you and with Scott, and it's just, it's to- you guys aren't Sean. You guys nope. aren't Sean. So this is something completely different, and uh, I hope that I'll still get to review with Sean sometimes. I, you I absolutely but, will. What is he like in real life? Uh, he farts a lot. <laughs> I knew it. He tweets about his farts, <laughs> so we know that. Uh, no, he's great. He's He really is. Uh, he's become my brother, so I love and I absolutely hate my brother. So he and I fight like we're siblings all the time. That um, happens with every review team, I feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Do, but I think do, that makes uh, our dynamic. Except for Stephen Raju. Raju. I think they get along. Stephen Raju... I think they get along so well because they are drinking buddies as well. Like they do. <laughs> Raju loves to drink. <laughs> Behind the scenes info. <laughs> Raju loves Sorry, to Raju. Them. No, no, no. You've been outed. No, they're, uh, but they're such awesome guys. I don't know. I can't see them not getting along. They're just so agreeable. I feel like um, I've never gotten into anything with Steve or Raju. They've just been the best. They're well, they're, so they're, great. they're our only team that has two very full-time jobs yes. apart from when they get together on the show. Like, yeah. Jose's working full-time for us. Mm-hmm. And Jose and Ben are very different, so there's <laughs> always a little friction and, and fun and craziness in the way that they review everything. For sure. Uh, but Steve and Raju are, I think they probably feel like this is a little bit of a holiday for them when they come and work on the show. That's probably yes. why they don't have any sort of brotherly kind of conflict Oh, maybe. Or, maybe or they're just busy, too, because they're busy with their day jobs with the papers, and yeah. then they see each other for a brief moment, so it's just like a catch-up, let's talk about the game kind of thing, yep. and then let's go have a beer after, if we well, can. Well, I mean, what happens when you bring out your opinion and you yeah. show a little bit of the honest person that you are in those conversations is eventually, and we want this for the show, yeah. I mean, we don't want it to be just, I agree. No, no af- of course. I agree. After you. No, after you. <laughs> I, like, who wants to watch that, right? So what's better is that the, the honesty kind of shapes a real discussion and that right. there is... Because it pisses me off so much when I read people ragging on the fact that you don't like stuff when yeah. all of your points are very sound and very smart and very Sometimes. tailored to what you thought of the, the thing and you try to frame everything in a very easy to digest way, mm-hmm. and it's your opinion, and I have one that's counter to yours, but then we see complaints that, that you know, and this happened to me with Tommy all the time, is that they would just hear one side of it, and, and it's like, no, that is not reviews on the run. Mm-hmm. What we do with this show is we have two different opinions, you find your way in but the based thing is, on that. Like, yeah. the, the, the grandest irony of all is the fact that if you find two geeks or nerds anywhere, yeah. they're having the same conversation that we're having, and they're not agreeing either. No. You know, they're they're making the same points that we're making pro and con. And and so, I mean, maybe it's because, you know, we're under the microscope of, of TV or something. No, I Everything's think, heightened. I think what happens is that nobody has the freedoms that we have been very fortunate enough to be able to do with the mm-hmm. content that we create. Or they don't do it as much as we do. So they don't allow their on-camera or their on-mic relationships to reach the comfort and the, the, the truthfulness that the, this show has demanded right from the beginning. Tommy and I fought like crazy 
on screen, off screen. Really? Yeah. More than you and I do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, not all the time. Like, we would disagree like crazy. We would fight every once in a while, but we would also fight on screen and, you know, off screen. And it's the same. It, it, it's it's not super dissimilar the relationship that I have with you that I had with Tommy. I mean, there, you guys have a closer relationship, don't you? Like you have a closer friendship. I'm, than... Well, I'm much closer in uh, sort of outlook on the world, I think, t to you than I was with Tommy. Tommy was, uh, you know, I mean, he, he's just he's a special man. Well, he's like a go-getter, man. That guy never sleeps. He's never he's never. And I, I'm ambitious, but I just I feel like. He puts every ambitious person to shame. <laughs> like the guy is a machine. He's like the Energizer Bunny. Well, listen, it has been almost ten minutes, and nobody has mentioned anything about poop. Uh, oh, right, right. No, that's not like. So nice I had this all. bacon cheeseburger. No, wait, no. Did that we was, that story's this? happening. You mentioned this already. We, not all of it came we, out. This is a live There's stream. Still, There's no time for. Poop no, listen. Well, let, let's go. Let's There's, go back to Marissa again. Yes, because we're getting a little off track here. Uh, and let's talk about about. And I know we've talked about this before. Uh, I know that one of your aspirations was to work on the shows. You yeah. would watch Vic and all of his you know, Tommy and all the other people he's worked with over the years, and yeah. you'd say, "I want to work on that show someday." Yeah. Your dream has come true, but you, you had other dreams too before that when you were growing up, right? What's what is what? Funny? Oh my goodness! No, nothing. I mean, did you've you've dabbled a little bit with with some sports broadcasting? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I got really into sports when I came to Toronto. When I went to Toronto, uh, I got really into sports because I I had a place right outside the Rogers Center, and I got a gig serving. Uh, they play baseball. Um, I got a gig serving uh, behind home plate, and it was so amazing. I just discovered this love for baseball that I I never thought I would ever have because my family is not into sports at all. Like, oh, really? I, yeah, not so at all. Not at all. No, my dad not at all. Manifestation. Yep, that so was absolutely from So you can put it behind you then, and just no. like about Vancouver teams because that was Vancouver teams. We don't have any baseball teams. We don't. No, we there's don't. no baseball. Here. Oh, we a lot of people have Canadians. been uh, messaging me on Twitter. I'm still gonna follow the Blue Jays. I'm still gonna be a Blue Jay fan, absolutely. And um, I, don't worry. We I'm gonna go see them when they play in Seattle too. It's like a double Yeah, the Canadians. Yeah, I know about it. And I'm still, and I'm still gonna cheer for the Leafs as well, even though I'm in Vancouver now. So you um, became a sports nut but living I, in Toronto. Yeah, absolutely. And then I went to, uh, when I first moved to Toronto, it wasn't for anything like this. It was for um, dance. I used to be a ballerina. And uh, I went to Just university. Just like your story, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I was an aspiring ballerina. Yeah. yeah, and then you were a circus clown. Uh, <laughs> and, and then you worked at a porn magazine. And then the Santa Claus. Oh, that really did happen. <laughs> <laughs> that part was true. Um, yeah, so I went to university for dance, and I discovered that I absolutely hated it just every moment of the day was why did dancing. you hate it just, uh, well i have all that cigarette smoke it it was just a lot of it's really tough on your body and then i decided while i was there why would i want to be a dancer for life that's a really tough job to have for life this it's is really a tough hard on your body too. it is but it's just like uh i mean we're being what, filmed. what's the best i don't want to i mean i don't want to it's just it was a really it was a really hard experience for me i wasn't comfortable at all and um were people jerks? um people were such jerks and yeah. and uh um, girls are really mean. It was like worse than high school. I it just was, picture you in like that uh, fame high school. No, know? I. It, well, I guess the university was kind of like that. Oh sure, <laughs> the water buckets. Um, but no, it was just a, it was really clicky. It was really bad. But I have really terrible hips. I have bad hips. I'm like an old lady, so uh, I couldn't dance all the time every day. So I had to leave the program, and then I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was kind of just wandering the earth, and um, I just started <laughs> like, playing. Like an old, yeah. an old kung fu master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I started playing. Uh, I just started playing video games again. I had left them behind uh, in Saskatoon, and then I. Never again. I know. Yeah. And then I started playing uh, video games again, and I discovered that what this is what I love. Why am I escaping things that I love? I'm just going to keep playing games, and I'm going to keep going to my job at the Rogers Center because I love that, and I love talking about baseball, and I love talking about video games. So I'm going to do that for as long as I possibly can. Uh, then I went to J School, where I started putting together videos. That's journalism school. Journalism school. Uh, and then I went to... Not judo. No. I thought maybe it was like a Jewish school. No. Uh, journalism school. Like J-Date? That's what we journalism folks say. Yeah. J school. Um, and then I was working at TSN for a bit, and that was a really cool experience because I was putting together highlight packs for a sports center. 
that was really cool. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then I started putting together videos, and then I found you, and... So you've met Victor yeah. Lucas, but who are some of the people in the sports world who you've met? Uh, well, I've had some the opportunity heroes. to interview Jose Bautista and uh, JPR and CBI. I wouldn't call them heroes. Those are actually my least favorite Blue Jays. Now JPR and CBI is not even there anymore, which is amazing. So now, great. He's what were the Texas. circumstances for, for interviewing Jose Bautista? Uh, well, because of video games, because of uh, MLB The Show because he was in the cover, okay. the Canadian cover. Um, and then uh, JP and Sebia was also for a video game thing, but I had a really weird conversation with him because he was there promoting, I think it was Connect Sports he was there talking about. But then he would say to me things like, he doesn't even like video games. What, and in, so, in wh the interview? Like, why, why are you here, bro? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's very, I, I didn't have a good That's not the strangest interview you've had recently, and I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about this, but Aaron Eckhart <laughs> was in a movie called I, Frankenstein. What happened? You had a funny uh, what happened? Uh, interaction with him, right? Um, it was just one of those experiences where I felt like I am awful at my job and I need to just run away. Was he a jerk? It was, what happened? No, no, it wasn't. It was just a really awkward experience. Why are you making me talk about this? You don't have to. Uh, no, it's okay. That's fine. I, like I will. You brought it, it up. <laughs> uh, so we, I was at a junket. It was only my second junket. Uh, the first junket I went to was a really great experience. It was for Orange is the New Black and everyone was so great. Oh, wow. Um, sure. Yeah. And then uh, this was... Kind of just, uh, Sean was supposed to do it, and then he couldn't do it, and so I just stepped in and- He got snowed uh, in. <laughs> he got snowed in. And uh, I saw the movie. I didn't enjoy the movie. Ah. We never saw it. They didn't screen uh, it here in Vancouver, but Scott uh, reenacted it. Want to try it again? <laughs> that's, that's basically what happened. <laughs> that's the movie. Get into the uh, old window. <laughs> and spoiler, at the end, his last line is, I. Frankenstein. Shut up. <laughs> really? Oh yes, my I God. swear to God. Well, that's exactly I don't need to see it. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I was going in thinking I wasn't really enjoying the movie, but I'm still going to enjoy my conversation with Aaron, of course, because he seems so charming and wonderful. Like and he's two-faced. Yeah, yeah, he's two-faced. He's two-faced. What so happened? To to okay, so there was, I was waiting outside. What happens is they have you in a very tiny room in a hotel. Yeah. So that's how junkets work. So he's sitting in the room and there was another dude sitting in there before me and I was waiting outside the door waiting for my turn to go because the second he steps out I was supposed to jump right in and instead of the guy that was interviewing him come out it was Aaron bursting through the door he was having a cough attack and he like almost bowled me over like he was uh, it was kind of just I was pushed aside a little bit wow. and so I obviously was taken aback I said are you okay oh my gosh do you, I, do you need water so now I'm like bumbling I don't know what to do and he's just like he's kind of just pushing me away like we're having this was, really awkward this moment is he, yeah. is he short, like all the Hollywood people, uh, or is he a big one? No, he's, he's not short. One? No, he's not short. Um, but then, uh, so I went into the room, because he went back into the room. I sat in the room, and then he looked at me, and he said, well, what about the other guy? He wasn't finished. I said, oh, okay, do you want me to leave? I can oh leave. God, and so, um, and then, the, and then the people that were in there said, no, 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 he was done. So I started to conduct my interview, and, uh, and then in the background, I heard a knocking on the door, like, no, he's not done yet, he's not done. So I had to stop my interview mm. uh, mid-sentence, and I said, okay, I'll see you later. And I just walked out, so it was already really awkward, and it was fine, I said, okay, I'm gonna go back in there, and I'm gonna do a really good job this time. Just forget about everything that just happened, even though it was super awkward. Uh, and then I... <laughs> And then I walked in there, um, and it was already like the mood was. I, I felt like he didn't want to talk about the movie because maybe not. he knew it he was, was shit. Yeah, 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 I felt like that wasn't his scene. So he, listen, he cashed his paycheck. Mm -hmm. Talk yeah. about the movie. Get yeah. up for it. He had to do it. Yeah. Jesus. Well, just I guess normally with my experience and actors, like they really do want to talk a lot about what they're promoting, obviously. Yeah. Um, but so, so when I when then? I jump back in, well, I thought I would have some fun with him and ask him if he was a geek and if he was into graphic novels because the movie is based off of a graphic novel. Yeah. And so I asked him that and he just said no. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's no. So, so yeah. I, I understand that I asked him a yes or no question. I understand. That was my yeah. bad. But yeah. I did expect him to play a little bit of ball with me. Like, we could have a conversation about it. Like, yeah. there's just no. Like, there was nothing. You don't and, give a yes or no response. That's terrible. Yeah. So, it's okay. Maybe he was just having a bad day. Well, it's, it sounds like that, yeah. So, that was just. And so, I left the interview. It was awful. Normally, I have no problem filling seven minutes of interview time. Yeah. I, I 
have more questions that I, I want to ask, but I don't have time for them. Uh, but this one was like, he was only giving me one sentence answers. So uh, I went through all my questions that I had made up and then I just started making things up. And then they were flashing me the two minutes and I'm like, holy fuck, I still have two minutes left with this guy? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. and then just, yeah, had to fill the time. It was just a bad experience and I just felt like, God. You could have just interviewed me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's the last good. time. I'm but I, know, I mean, I I'm sure he's a wonderful man. I do, we just had we, a bad time together. We had together. him on the show. We no, we, we met him on the show. We had him on the show. We met him at Sundance one yeah. year, and he was awesome. He, yeah. We was on the street. It was off the cuff. It was just him, yeah. and he was totally cool. And he was a nice guy. Yeah. I'm sure he was aware that this was not the best thing he'd ever signed up for, and right. he was probably miserable. Listen, I don't want. This isn't called. Let's make excuses for Aaron Eckhart. No, no. I, I don't care. Yeah, no. he made. Our, he so, made our lovely Marissa feel bad and that's all bullshit. we care about right that's yeah. bullshit <laughs> no he'll no, make it up to us having a bad day he'll make it up to us yeah it's okay yes it just scarred me for life thanks yeah. Aaron when we get him in the basement I am going to send him a sternly worded letter <laughs> <laughs> and he'll never receive that <laughs> And he won't no. reply to your he Facebook, your Facebook friend. friend. No. Listen, we've almost made it through a whole episode. You haven't done the Mandarin even once. You'll never see me coming. And I haven't done Something. my Frank Underwood. Yeah. Oh. Get Jackie Sharp on the line, and somebody phoned me to Claire wants to have a threesome tonight. <laughs> you, I can't believe you have oh, one? spoiler. Do you have one? No, I'm not good at impressions. You're going to have to get good. Like, Actually, you don't impression. have to get good. You just got to try. Yeah. Okay. And they're Christopher all Walken, can you get her to do yeah, a Christopher yeah, Walken? Come on, teach yeah. her right now. More cowbell. Uh, I'm, I'm teaching Ruby yeah, how to say that. Teach her how to do a Christopher Walken. There's more cowbell. Cowbell. What this song needs... Small cowbell. Oh, wait, I have Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's, that's all good. I have. All right, that's that's pretty good. All right pretty so good. this is week one in Vancouver. <laughs> yes. What is your takeaway? What do you say to, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that live in our country uh-huh. that know that we have the mildest weather in our country, and they're, they're in the middle of winter right now, somewhere cold. It's, it's, yeah. it's winter here. Winter. Oh, no, this, it's is been summer. Rainy. this has been summer for me. But they're thinking, oh, my God, I can't wait to move to Vancouver, or how do I change my life? life so I can yeah. move to Vancouver or what would life like be or what would life be like in yeah. Vancouver what is life like for someone that has lived in the east side of our country or in the colder part of our country and now you've had a week here what's it like uh, well it just started for me mm-hmm. it's only my fifth day in mm-hmm. but uh, invest in a good pair of rain boots <laughs> and definitely get an umbrella umbrellas are all the rage here in Vancouver <laughs> we love umbrellas them. they're really important and I guess some kind of I think you should keep maybe keep like a, a portable blow dryer or something in your bag, uh, or something to keep the frizz down. I'm having some you're having some frizz issues. issues. Yeah, my so, wife my, my wife uses uh, frizzies. Frizzies. Okay, yes. I've heard of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the Moroccan oil and see if it just. That's the secret, by the way, the luster secret. Sean and I both use Moroccan oil. Oh really? Yes. Oh, maybe we can learn some stuff now. I wouldn't oh, mind having see. some uh, lustrous Moroccan oil. Should we come over and get, give each other treatments over the weekend? <laughs> I guess so. What? <laughs> no, Scott has a thing with his hair, though. I wanted him to ride bikes with me to work. He wants me, She wants me to ride a bike to work, and yeah. I'm like, I can't you ride know, a bike No, we to have work. spikes. And but I said you could just, it's fine, just don't do your hair, wear the helmet, and then the take no, it off. No, and no, see, she doesn't no, understand no, 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 what? no, no, Nope. It takes forever to Thank get this you, crap Thank together. Thank you. This <laughs> is not how we wake up. I didn't know you were going to take his side, okay. No, no, well, I'm course, totally on his yeah. side. Otherwise, I would ride to work every day. I would love to be able to ride to work every day. God, All right. So we, yeah. Let's just free ourselves and go Steve Tilly. <laughs> Should we? Let's just let it go. You know what? What do we care? We could just shave it completely sort of flat and rounded. I, I can't do it. No. I can't do it, you guys. No, not couldn't you. do it. You, oh, yeah. not no. you. You don't have to. You've got this this lustrous mane. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. It's rock star. It's like you stole it from a black lion. So people are probably wondering what you're going to be <laughs> doing on Reviews on the Run now that Sean is in... Yes, I'm Toronto. also wondering. <laughs> you don't know. You're going to be wondering. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to... Uh, well, I'm going on vacation next week. At the end of next week, I'm actually going no, on my first, yeah, vacation first vacation in a very long years. time. I've, had, I've yeah. taken the odd day off here and there. Disney but, uh, you went to, I know. But I, uh, yeah, I'm taking two weeks away from the Amazing. shows, and I'm so psyched. I can't wait. We're going to go uh, on a little trip, my family and I. But uh, So you're going to be filling in for me on, on uh, both shows. But, Holy uh, smokes. So you'll be doing a little bit of reviewing. Movies? Yeah. Like uh, in the studio? No, out in the field. We'll we'll pre-shoot some of the uh, the review studio. Oh. You'll be doing some of the... Don't uh, tell everyone our secrets. No, I know, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh, you're so 
<laughs> like, can you turn this way? This is our kid Scott. He's right there. <laughs> but uh, you're going to be uh, reviewing um, some of the uh, uh, portable and mobile stuff. We're yep. going to be doing a little bit more of the handheld type of thing to get you going and get you into the show uh, solos. You're going to be doing. First, this is your first time learning. Yeah, this is our production meeting. Okay. This is what we do. We're too busy making learning. content. We actually have production meetings on air now. But uh, uh, you'll uh, you'll also be working with Scott doing some uh, some uh, two person uh, re reviews about some of the. Content content in there and this then this is what I'll do through most of the reviews okay perfect yeah, okay meanwhile Sean will be working with Steve and Raju and then we are going to possibly determine uh, about uh, a new team here in Vancouver so I don't mm -hmm. want to Get people's hopes up, or or start some crazy speculation. Why don't we turn it into there? a sweepstakes where the main prizes we find a new team? There might be oh, there like might a, be something no, that we do. No, it could be like a reality TV show or something. Yeah. There might so be something that we do. Search yeah. for Canada's next top host. Might be something that go. we do, but it it does kind of feel like we. Uh, uh, we need to have two teams in Vancouver, and uh, so that that will be something that we will solve. Well. Not, not as, right now, because there aren't tons to of cover, to yeah. review, but as we're, we sort of We're barely up, holding on while yeah. waiting for Infamous to and come people, And people are so up in arms about the fact that we're rerunning the top 100. Are I, they still? Some, some people are. People have seen it on TV once, and now they're getting to see it again. It was a lot of work. And it, was, it, and it was A lot of people haven't seen all of the stuff, yeah. and it was it's good material. We're talking about the best entertainments. Mm -hmm. And the other side of that decision was there's nothing out. There's nothing for us to talk about right now. Even yeah. with just you and Sean and Scott and I in uh, you know the two teams covering stuff, we were, we're getting everything that we're doing yeah. more getting. Blu-rays. We're doing more yep. television. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And somebody can meet him on the phone. <laughs> we haven't a moment to lose. And we're doing a lot less of the uh, the free to play garbage i mean that that is yeah. definitely the call you know so well, i might do some in the pocket reviews now if it's awesome yeah okay. i mean if it's worth people's attention i if feel it, like our standard has gone up when it, it comes well, to the ios store yeah what happened is that that stuff was amazing two years ago and it was cool and new yeah and then it's just been you know people so spiraling it. around it just making the exact same types of games i mean i'm reading stories of people uh uh just sharing their code and letting people skin it, so they'll they'll sell it for ninety nine bucks, and then you oh can buy the exact code for a, a specific game, add some new art, put it up in the app store yeah, within game, a weekend. Gamer, Where's the creativity? Game developers have been doing that for a long time. I know, yeah. but now it's you know it used to cost more than a hundred bucks to make a game, and now that you can make an an iOS game and I put think, it out there. Remember that yeah. game, the PS two game James Pond? Mm -hmm. It was a spy fish. Yeah. No. James Pond. Well, that was based off of the uh, Gex. Engine, right. same engine. Yeah, I don't. I, you know what? We got to check with Sid Bolton. Sid Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> we should have the the Sid cam, just the, yeah. the disembodied Sid cam. <laughs> We've had Sid on the show before, that'd right? Be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah and now we have another person ten years. to work with us on content ideas. So if you've got yeah. specific ideas of people that you would like to have on EP Live in studio. I mean, this is it, right? This this opens up the uh, the the way that we produce all of this stuff in a whole bunch of great new ways. Because he's out of ideas. He's. he's oh, he's I've come up with a lot of ideas. I'm bugging you. No, I've got a lot yeah, of good does. ones. I'm just well, bugging. I'm just no, no. no. I, I feel some coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's happening. Uh, no, because I have a new little office area, and Scott comes to visit sometimes, and he bursts in the door with a new idea. Every, well, I do. I get excited. Yeah. 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 Every I, once I, in a while. Like a, you know, right now we're working on a Veronica Mars story. I'm a huge Veronica Mars fan. I know everyone thinks I'm not a fan of anything, but I actually have pretty good taste. Hey, we, you can't sing I the love, theme song on the show, I know I but can. you can on this. Go oh. for it. We used to be friends a long time ago. We used to be friends. Come on now, sugar. Bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> 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 All right, that's but, uh, good. So Veronica Mars movie opening next Friday. We just found out that it doesn't look like there's going to be an early screening, so we, it will not be in Friday's show, unfortunately. No. We did just find out that we are picking up a Grand Budapest Hotel screening, yes. so that will be a next Friday show, along with our review of Need for Speed starring uh, Aaron Paul. Is that right? Yep. Crazy. Just hey. let him do his cook with Walt. Skyler, why do you have to get in everybody's face? <laughs> I feel like we saw that movie years ago. 
<laughs> was about a month <laughs> ago. It was a long time. So that's ago. coming up, and uh, what what is uh, Game of Thrones? I'm excited. Season oh, four. I can't yep. wait. I wish I could just somehow get through these days and just get to the oh, new we've season. Got four minutes of the Captain America trailer running on the site right now, or the movie running on the site right now. I don't, I don't care about that. Are you guys? Are you excited about Captain uh, America? Someone, please, Josh. Back me I up. Know, I'm is really, anyone excited about know. Captain America? Gave some I'm terrified mm. of uh, any new movie coming out ever now because I just don't want to. I, I, I don't want to be disappointed. Oh, okay. Yes, I just don't want to be disappointed because you sit in the theater and you know you have to stay there for a while. You don't yeah. want to be disappointed. You're going to be reviewing yeah, movies. Yeah, you're going to be in the movie theater <laughs> in a couple weeks. And then when Scott goes on holidays, you're going to be in the movie theaters with me. And, okay, but uh, that's a completely different experience. I've been in a movie theater with you and Scott at the same time before, and you're really excited. You're on the edge of your seat watching, <laughs> and Scott is just sitting back. He'll go for five different pee breaks yeah. in the movie, and then before it's over, he'll be gone. Well, he, <laughs> what he, wait he, he waits by yeah, the door. He waits by the door, that's okay. Just, I just that's, wanna, that's what I do. I was, so, yeah. I was the Hobbit. You saw one movie with me, and we saw The Hobbit. True, yeah, it was nine true. hours long. I didn't want to see it, and okay. it was exactly he what gets, I thought it was going to be. gets claustrophobic. I do. I'm yeah. six foot three, guys. He gets claustrophobic. The very He's our Frankenstein. Tiny pee. Don't come at him with... <laughs> Don't come at him with any bright Don't lights. Come at me with, or with, or with Hobbit 5, 6, or 7. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's awesome and, and to have you thanks here. Thanks for having me in the basement, too. This is of really course. Awesome. This is your moment to thank Vic for all the opportunities. <laughs> 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 you, it's not the first time you've done this to me. When I was first hired on full-time with EP, you did this to me at a panel, too. <laughs> Don't you have something to say? Stand up and say yeah, something awesome. in front of everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So I this is uh, at Marissa Roberto on Twitter. Yes. You can ask her any questions about Vancouver. Or baking. Or baking. Or her job. Or mm -hmm. what games she's going to be you, reviewing. Are you happy in your a new place here in Vancouver? Yeah, How it's are the really cute. To Toronto? Uh, well, expensive. I'm they're is really it, expensive, is it more expensive yeah. here. Yeah, they're really expensive here. Yeah, this is um, one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in, and I'm sorry about that. I have no, nothing it's okay. that I can do about the real estate in this. It's fine. Yeah, this is just city. the first time I've been on my own, which is a really interesting experience. But right. we can talk more about that later. Yeah, <laughs> in the sequel. <laughs> yes. Do you want to take us out with more Veronica Mars? <laughs> He's got to feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sugar. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody, and watching. If you watch the stream, this will, of course, be uh, an audio podcast as well, available on things like iTunes and... Stitcher! Stitcher! God. Okay, now we crank up all the volume on the music. We used to be friends, and I'll go. Thanks for watching, you guys. Bye. Come on, now, sugar!